In today's show, we're talking San Antonio Spurs and their value for the upcoming season. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We're here to talk about the Spurs with the host of the Locked On Spurs podcast, Jeff Garcia. So let's bring him in. Let's do it right now, in fact. All right, here is the host of the Locked On Spurs podcast, Jeff Garcia, is here with me. Jeff, welcome back for another show. Hey, Josh, what's going on? It's been a while, man. And hey, you know, this is how old I am. I, I thought I was going to be the old school audio way. Look at this new fancy YouTube we got going on here. I know. We've got the, got the whole setup, got the screens, got the Look video. This is a, the expansion of Locked On uh, into the full-time yeah, video is. stuff as well. I, I, I have not crossed over into the YouTube yet. It's coming. I'm kind of waiting for the new soon. Yeah, I'm, waiting, I'm more waiting for the season to start. So. It, it's coming. Don't worry. You'll be, uh, you'll be on YouTube before you, uh, before you know it, Jeff. We're going to talk <laughs> about this Spurs team. And yes, sir. the way we start off, or the way I've started off doing all these shows is asking my local expert to tell me what their projected starting five is. Now, people are going to see your mm-hmm. projected starting five here, and they're going to say, there's, there's a player missing out of this group. Now, let's get this out of the way now. You and nearly every Spurs person who follows the team or, or reports on the team who covers the team assumes that Thad Young mm-hmm. will not be on this team to start the season. Is right. that correct? Yeah, I mean, that's where all signs are pointing to. I mean, the, the fact of the matter, the Spurs have, haven't even introduced the man yet at all. Not even for Amino as well. They introduced Buckets, uh, Doug McDermott. They interviewed, I'm sorry, introduced pretty much all the new guys, even down to the new rookie, Josh Primo. But they have yet to introduce Amino and Thad Young. All signs are pointing that he likely won't be there maybe to start the season. Again, I'm just assuming they're going to go that route. And even if he is a spur to start the season, it, it might be very short-lived. So that's why I, I kind of went with this adjusted lineup. So let's let's have a look at this adjusted lineup. without Because they've got 17 guaranteed contracts. Two guys need yeah. to go. Like we thought, okay, they waived Chandler Hutchison. So they, that, that was one of the ones to go. And then they uh, they, they still had... The, Amin is one of those other ones who's going to go for sure as well. I think mm-hmm. we're pretty confident of that. Yeah. But um, looks like Thad might be the other one to uh, to go, whether that's in a mm-hmm. trade, a dump, a buyout, yeah. whatever it is. Because uh, they, they have it is, yeah. they have too many guys and under contract. Yeah. And when they brought Kata Bates Diop back, that basically sealed the fate of uh, of mm-hmm. Thad not not being there. But let's talk about your right. your projected um, starting five to begin the season without Thad Young. There it is: Dejounte Murray, Derek White, Keldon Johnson, McBuckets, Doug McDermott, and of course Jakob Purtle. Safe to say that's probably going to be it. Again, caveat everybody. It's assuming Amino and Thad won't be there. If Thad is probably still in uniform, technically, maybe he takes over for that Doug McDermott spot. He likely will. But uh, all intents and purposes show this could be the possible starting five. Uh, One thing I like about it is, Josh, they have somebody who can actually make three-point shots. They finally did it. And I'm glad they did that over the offseason by bringing in McDermott and Bryn Forbes. 
Yeah, well, uh, McDermott's obviously an elite. The problem with McDermott yeah. and Forbes, though, is that they're great shooters. Can't do anything else, but they are really, really good yeah. shooters. Yeah, Derek White yeah. can be a, a pretty solid shooter. Keldon Johnson, yeah, I'm not sure he's going to be a good shooter, nor with DeJounte Murray. But at least yeah. having someone like McDermott and White in there to help space that floor helps as opposed right. to having DeRozan and Aldridge in those two spots who just won't mm-hmm. wouldn't shoot or space or do anything like that. The bench unit, um, Jeff, there is a lot of options that they can go with. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you know we we're gonna yeah Lonnie Walker is going to be in that group. I think Devin Vassell mm-hmm. is going to be in that group. I think Bryn Forbes is in that group. But then yeah, yep. the last couple of spots might be sort of up in the air. Yeah, and and that and that's uh, kind of where I think they might go in the route with Thad Young if they decide to trade him. Maybe they just bring in some complimentary guys to come off the bench. Whoever they deal with, if they go the trade route, you mentioned waving him. Uh, that's a possibility. I hope they don't. Hope they get something in return, even if it's draft picks. I, I think that this is a rebuild. This is exactly what this team needed for quite some time. Is just to pull the plug and start all over again. They're finally getting it done. Yeah. Uh, it, the reason I think Amino and Thad are going to be good because they don't fit into the rebuild at all. They, 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 they. What's the point of keeping them on if this whole idea is to let the young guys get the reins of the team and take over? So, yeah, it looks like it's going to be pretty thin on the bench unless you're going to bump up Trey Jones who had an outstanding summer league, but you know, yeah, uh, it, it seems to be that needs a little bit more beefing up as the season uh, gets uh, closer. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you, Cause if you look at that group, yeah. like Walker's going to play, Vassell's going to play. You would think yeah. they bring Forbes back, but that means they don't really have a point guard. Now I know in the past, Greg Popovich erroneously has played Bryn mm-hmm. Forbes as a point guard. He is not a point guard. He cannot pass. He cannot run an right. offense, but you would assume that Walker, Forbes, Vassell all play, so that makes mm-hmm. it harder for Trey Jones to find that spot. Is there a chance yeah. that they bring they brought Forbes back and they won't play him? I think you know you talk about guys in the rebuild. Yeah. Forbes isn't yeah. young, like he's not. No. He's not young. I, I think that you'd I'd rather see you know, Trey, Lonnie, and Devin in that one, two, three coming off the bench. Yeah. But is there any chance that Forbes doesn't play? Yeah, real quick, uh, just uh, think about Forbes when he was tasked to run the point. That was when uh, Dejounte Murray busted his knee. Yeah, uh, they they were they were forced to do that. And as a matter of fact, um, that was his early years in San Antonio, and that's when he was still kind of coming back from Austin to San Antonio, the G League back. And he told me at that time that the Spurs were asking him to learn to play the point guard. We know why, but obviously that doesn't work. It doesn't fit. Uh, I I just think there's a, even a, there there could be a chance that if he shines, I highly doubt it though, Josh. But if Joshua Primo does pretty well in Austin. Maybe after a couple months, maybe he cracks some sort of rotation minutes. I mean, I, even if it's two, three, five minutes, something, um, that's a that's a chance there. The the team is very, very high on him. Uh, it was a very head-scratching pick. I saw your video. I saw your reaction to it. I was laughing. I was at Barclays, and I saw your reaction after you posted the video. I was just like that. But, you know... Maybe they're onto something here. And this is a rebuild, Josh. If this is the Spurs pulling the plug and stop trying to rebuild on the fly, then why not? What do you got to lose, San Antonio? You have everything to gain by letting uh, an 18-year-old, the youngest player in the league, to get some sort of burn. I'm not saying he's going to get 20, 15 minutes, but I would hope they don't stash him completely in his rookie season. Half the season, okay, fine, I get that. But give them some time to shine. Uh, maybe fill out that bench that way. It's gonna but be- I think they're not, yeah, I don't think they're just not done yet. I think they're gonna add more pieces to this team. It's gonna be interesting to see how they do that. I also think that yeah. maybe with the obviously, you know, Vassell last year 
Walker a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. I, you know, it's still about acquiring talent, but I am not convinced. And we'll talk about this in a second. I'm not convinced that the, the Spurs fully believe in Lonnie Walker as that guy, and he's heading into restricted free agency coming up soon or a rookie mm-hmm. extension coming up soon. That maybe mm-hmm. they're hoping that you know, Primo and Vassell are those two guards to come in, and then one has a bench role. And Derek White's not particularly young; he's like 27. Yeah. Um, that those guys push in, and maybe Walker. Maybe Walker gets squeezed out, Jeff. Before we go any further, actually, let's let's go to the next point. Zach Collins, he was signed, yeah, head scratchingly for a long term deal. Is he going to mm-hmm. play this year? Like he's had what I think he's third <laughs> foot surgery. He had he had it in he had it in August or July. This la- yeah. latest foot surgery. Um, that's coming off the one in the bubble, then another one at the start yeah. of last season. Like he's is he going to play? Probably not. I mean, what he's projected to maybe just be okay off that cast. Up near the all-star break ish yeah. okay so then he takes off the cast he gets off the crutches then there's getting into game shape and then there's getting your legs back and then they're still learning that spurs system by that time look if if their season is done like there's no chance for them to make the playoffs let alone the play-in tournament fine get them out there but uh yeah I, you know if he does play it'll be very late in the season very late the spurs are notorious for going above and beyond and then some when it comes to injury injured players. So they'll probably take the same approach with Zach Collins. But again, another hit scratcher. I mean, again, this is a team that's playing the long game, Josh. We know they're doing that. They flat out said it after they drafted uh, Primo when Brian Wright told everybody that was on the Zoom call, he's going to take his time. We're going to take our time. They could probably do the same thing with Zach Collins. Uh, they're, 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 it's definitely – you know, a move for the future. And I think the Spurs are finally eyeing the future instead of trying to look at the present. Well, Jeff, football is back. And the best place to place your bets for football, college or pro, is at Bet Online. You've seen uh, your season opener for the NFL is done. We've got the rest of week one coming up. And if you want to place your bets, go straight to Bet Online as well as the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus with our promo code locked on. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, or even your favorite Vegas casino game. Don't wait and get involved and check out all of the latest promos and things they've got going on for the 2021 season. Bet Online are your online sportsbook experts. And then you're watching your live sports, you're watching your football, you're watching whatever it is, baseball that's going on. And then you've got another thing you've got to look at for your uh, on-demand streaming shows. And then you watch your highlights on your phone. This is too much clutter. Stuff is all over the place and you need to find a way to get it all together. I want to tell you about a great way to get all that entertainment you love into one place. And that is Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites all together into one place. So now you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all together. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part... There is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. So check it out at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. Let's go to the next question, Jeff. Who leads the Spurs in usage this season? Everybody. I think everybody does. I mean, uh, you're looking at maybe Kelvin Johnson. You know, he's going to barely get the bulk of the um, of the usage rate. Dejounte Murray. I think your usual suspects. The ball is going to be spread around now. No, there's no more Demar Derozan to um, you know be that guy with the ball majority of the time. There's no more Rudy Gay. There's no more Patty Mills. They're they're all gone now. Mm-hmm. The Spurs are going to be looking at each and every individual to see what they can do. And if it means flipping some of these guys, 
so be it. I mean, that, that that's the train that I'm on, Josh. If if these guys are doing pretty well, say, near the trade deadline, and there's a viable deal that they can bring in an all-star player, because this is a team, as of this recording, does not have an all-star nope. at all. Not even one. Not even on the bench. Not even an old vet that been there, done that. Not none of that. So I think you're going to see the ball spread about. I think it's going to be a very balanced team as far as usage rate, with the exception of Keldon and Murray probably dominating the ball for the most part. Uh, one thing I would like to see Derek White do is, uh, when you look at his statistics uh, since his uh, entry into the NBA, he's, he's gone up statistically pretty well throughout his career. But with the, with the loss of DeMar DeRozan, Who's going to be that facilitator? DeMar DeRozan was the Spurs' number one facilitator. I'd like to see Derek White take more of that responsibility. I think it's got to be Derek White. I, I actually yeah. think Derek White leads the team in usage this season as well. Last season, yeah. when DeRozan was off the court, he had a usage of over 26%. Derek White. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, his role last season was to... like His yeah, playmaking was reduced because of DeRozan. Like his, um, his role was to be, look, just get it there mm-hmm. and shoot. Because he was the only guy yeah. in that lineup who could shoot yeah. threes. I, I'll be interested to see how that... I, I think it's between him, Murray, and Keldon as to who gets it or not. I think White will get it, but it, it could be Keldon that gets that usage. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure that he can handle that increased usage. We will see. But I think it's those three. But it is an interesting question because you said there's no there's no star. There's no number one guy yeah. on this team nope. yet. Um, maybe someone steps up. I don't think... Again, I don't think DeJounte can carry this you know, 27, 28 usage role. I don't mm-hmm. think... Calden can. I don't think Derek White can carry a, a role that large necessarily, but they're all going to have to take some big steps forward this season yeah. and see uh, see where it all goes. Vassell, Lonnie Walker, they're both probably going to be coming off the bench. I think a lot of people, Jeff, would would have immediately assumed that Lonnie Walker would just step into Demar Derozan's role, but mm-hmm. you don't think that. I don't think that no. either. Um, so you know, I, I said this last year a lot of times as well. I think that Vassell is going to be you. Pretty clearly ahead of Lonnie really soon. Is that the way that you think it could go this yeah. season? Yeah, I, I think it's going to go that way. Uh, what De- Devin brings to the San Antonio Spurs on the court is better than what Lonnie has shown oh, yeah. in how many years already? Yeah, it's um, th- you know, three or four years, hasn't he? he been yeah, exactly. Uh, Lonnie, who self admitted to me last season repeatedly during Zoom sessions that he needs to work on consistency. He's got he got a little better last season. Uh, highlight was when DeMar DeRozan was out for personal reasons. Lonnie stepped in and he had a, a pretty good two, three games in a row. But again, it fell off. So maybe, you know, with the increased minutes now that the veterans are gone, they're going to be spread out to these young guys. Maybe that helps his consistency. We don't know yet. But one thing we do know is just in his rookie season, Vassell was really good defensively, really good offensively, showed flashes that he can knock down the NBA three. Josh, he went on a, a uh, I forgot, an X amount of game streak without a turnover. Very high basketball IQ. Had a had a few rebounds or more in about like another stretch of games last season. I think the Spurs are very high on him, and you're going to see a lot out of himself this upcoming season. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to see what he can do. He's a, he's a pretty mm-hmm. good defensive player, good shooter. Now, interestingly, Jeff, last season, Lonnie Walker started more games than, than he came off the mm-hmm. bench for. He started 38 games. That was because of the you know, multiple injuries to Derek White. Right. He only averaged 12 points in those games. He doesn't get any rebounds, assists, steals, or blocks. His efficiency was below par. 
Um, again, I don't really know what Lonnie offers, but look, there is—I guess there is a chance they could start him and bring Doug McDermott back off the bench like he did in Indiana right. alongside Keldon Johnson. I don't think if, if you were looking to build for the future, I don't think that's Walker's role in the NBA. But they could very easily go that direction and start him. But yeah, for he was—he was dreadful for a fantasy perspective last season. He was the 280th ranked player despite playing 25 minutes a night, which is obviously horrible. In, uh, in those sort of minutes, and he just has struggled in so many areas over his career. And I think Vassell's got significantly higher up, so let's see where the pop goes that direction or not. I don't know. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Um, Jakob Pertl. I was mm-hmm. very impressed with Pertl last season. In fact, I had him in my top three for Defensive Player of the Year. That's how, that's how impactful I thought he was defensively for this team. We don't have any worries about what he does on that end. Yeah. I've had arguments, not arguments, people have been telling me, I think it's mainly people who are being like Homer, Aussies, like, oh, Jock Landale's coming in. Yeah, the Spurs yeah. have got no yeah. center. He's going to get a roll. I go, no, no, no. They've got a center. He's really, really good. And it's Jakob Pertl. My question to you is about Jakob Pertl because I'm convinced. I know he's an NBA starting center. I know he's, a, at very worst, a top five NBA center in terms of defense, like at, at mm-hmm. worst. Can you do anything offensively though? Can we see, it? look, someone's going to have to take shots is there yeah. any chance that he can do more of that? Uh, I, you know, at, at this point of his career, I don't know. I don't know. He has been very vocal um, in his home country uh, with his uh, native uh, medium, the APA, the Austrian press, that he's aware that he's going to have to step up his offensive game now that DeMar DeRozan is gone and the other two veterans are gone. He said this the exact same thing last year, Josh, even in training camp. Last year, he said that, oh, he's, he's working on his shot and it's falling down. And then nothing happened. And then he shot 30% from the free throw line. Yeah, exactly. So as good as he is defensively, he's a major liability on the offensive end. And we saw Hackapurdo last season yeah. uh, for, for a few games. So this is where, you know, I, look, I don't think he's going to, you know, take over Pirtle's starting role. But this is where a guy like Jock could take advantage of maybe creeping in and getting some minutes because he has some sort of ability to knock down the outside shot as a stretch big. Uh, Eubanks, once in a while, shows he can do that. In the in this up uh, this offseason, he's been sharing video of himself knocking down shots, but so do all NBA players do. I mean, it's an empty gym. They're going to be knocking yeah. him down. You know, but that's where Jock could probably take advantage of his skill set right there is just show the Spurs coaching staff that he can knock down the the a mid-range shot, a, an occasional three-point shot. That could open his eyes. That could open eyes for the uh, Spurs coaching staff. But again, he is a rookie. We know how Pop is with young guys. Absolutely. Now, Jeff, big question for you. Do you know how to fix your own car? <laughs> uh, yes, I do. My dad taught me. There you go. So I assume yeah. then when you're looking for parts for your car, you know exactly where to go. And that is rockauto.com. Mm-hmm. Because, Jeff, you wouldn't go to somewhere where you've got to pay more money. That sounds ridiculous. Nope. You, you, you go straight to rockauto.com. Why would you pay 30, 50, yeah. 70, 100% more for the exact same parts for your car or truck? Rock Auto is an online family business. They've been serving customers, auto parts customers, for the last 20 plus years. So go there. Go to rockauto.com. Check out their website. Check out the great range of products and parts available for your car or truck. And when you've selected what you need, because you'll find what you need there for sure. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Put it into your cart and in the how did you hear about us box right locked on so that they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com now the last question Jeff is what's your favorite yes, sir what's your favorite built bar flavor you know what the grasshopper 
I actually did like the grasshopper cookie. It was really good. I haven't had it yet. I need to. I need need to get those. Uh, get those sent yeah. out here. I have not had grasshopper, but I am looking forward to being able to try that one. But regardless if it's grasshopper, if it's cookies and cream, if it's orange or raspberry or strawberry, yeah. these are delicious. These protein bars, and not only are they the best tasting protein bars ever, they're also healthy. Seventeen to eighteen grams of protein, one hundred and thirty to one hundred and eighty calories, four to five grams of net carbs, and four to five grams of sugar in these bars. So delicious. And healthy, what a great combination. So get your built bars. Go to built.com, find the flavors that you want, or get a mix box where you get all those flavors chucked into one box and you can try all the ones and see which one's your favorite. Use our promo code LOCK15 and you save 15% off. So built.com, load up your cart, go to checkout, LOCK15, save 15%. Built Bar are the best tasting protein bars ever. One last quick question for you, Jeff, before yes, we uh, before we leave. Luka Sharmanich, first round pick, I thought was overdrafted a couple of years ago. Hasn't really had much NBA experience. I guess he's shown some flashes. Um, mm-hmm. Can he establish himself as any sort of regular rotation play? Yeah. Could he? You know, we talk about maybe McDermott's better in a bench role. Is there any hope that maybe Sharmanich could be a, like a, a twenty-two minutes yeah. a night starter and play some defense out there and and be useful for that? I'm not sure he's there, but you tell us what you think. What I would not be surprised to see if uh, Luca getting some run in that starting five would not be surprised at all. It is his time. It is his time. Year three. He it, he's he's gonna have to show exactly why he was the number nineteen pick in the Spurs' eyes a few years ago. He's added on quite a lot of muscle since uh, his teen days. Obviously, he's showcasing this offseason that he's dedicated to working on his craft. Good, because I bring that up, Josh, because in years past, you would go to his social media and he'd be sharing moments with females or <laughs> getting inked up and tatted tattoos left and right. This offseason, he's sharing a lot of videos of him in, him in the lab working out. Good. Okay, fine. I'll take it. We saw last season in the G League that he just dominated. I mean, he was just, you know, heads above the rest. When he came to San Antonio after getting recalled, he got the starting job, and guess what? He played pretty well to the point where Popovich said he, he earned okay. some minutes. But Rudy Gay came back. Yeah. Uh, and there you go. That's where the minutes went for Luca. I expect big things from him. I better see big things from him. I think the entire Spurs fan base is expecting a lot out of him because there's no excuse anymore about being in the G League. Because I, I, Josh, you probably know this better than me. I think there's a certain amount of times where a player can be assigned to there. And like I think the Spurs have exhausted that with uh, Luca, so he will be on the Spurs bench. Am I am I reading that right? I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what the G League rules are. There's a rule there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's after a certain, certain amount of years in the NBA, you can't yeah. be sent down without your permission. I don't know if it's two years or three yeah. years. I, th- I think it might be. I think it might be three years that you can't be put to the G League without your permission. Thank I, you. I, yeah, very similar yeah. to the the summer league rules where in your first two years you. Your team tells you to go there, but if you're in your fourth year, you only you only yeah. can play in summer league if you uh, yeah. agree to it. I you think choose. it's similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I I don't think he would want to go to the G League. I would hope he would say no that he doesn't want to go to the G League. So it is his time to shine. He on paper he is everything the Spurs need: a big that can run, a guy that can stretch the floor, yeah. young. Their power forward uh, stocks are, are pretty uh, pretty thin. Yeah. Exactly. Athletic. Um, can protect the rim. In the flashes we saw last season, he was even doing pretty good against Zion Williamson in that one game he uh, defended him. So 
And I know we, we were making a lot out of that those few games, but it was the largest sample size we ever saw out of Luka in an NBA uniform. So we're you know Spurs fans are trying to project that out. Like, what can he do if you maximize minutes, give him some in spiked minutes, and what he's had right now. Uh, yeah, uh, Luka is definitely one of the players. He's actually my top two guys that are under the the microscope. It's Lonnie and Luka. What can these two guys do? It's going to be really Luka, interesting. I, Oh, yeah, sorry, Jeff. You got to see. No, no, no. I was just going to say, uh, I'm excited to see what he's going to do if the Spurs just had to give him a lot more burn, and I'm hoping they do. But he has no more excuses. It's his time to prove his worth. It's going to be really interesting to see how this team, you know, what they decide yeah. to do, what happens with Thad Young, what happens with Aminu, and how they run this rotation. Yeah. Of course, Jeff, you'll cover it for us all over on the Locked On yes, Spurs sir. podcast. Thanks for coming on Locked On Fantasy Basketball with me. Anytime. And that will do it for today's show. Don't forget to follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. Give me a thumb up. Leave your comments on YouTube. Subscribe. Tell all of your friends. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.